Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. <laughs> and 
as Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our little feelings about those characters, and then make them fight for our amusement and hopefully also yours. I am your host. My name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me, as always, is a little bit of whiskey and a lot of Ken Knapsack. You're you're right. I'm here. Glad to be here for this giant occasion. This little show that you dreamed up in your basement is now <laughs> 75 years young. All right. 75 episodes. episodes away from the basement. <laughs> the basement of my mind. Yes. It is California. We don't have basements no. here, but my mind has a basement and that is indeed where Databank Brawl came from. It is it's our 75th episode and people who have been listening for a long time just heard something they've never heard before, which is a brand new Databank Brawl theme by the wonderful Tony Thaxton. It is great. I love the change, you know, uh, the triumphal, uh, triumphant march, which was the <laughs> generic uh, music we had, uh, is great. It served its purpose, but we felt it was time uh, to, to move on to something grander and more personal, and this is what we got. That's Just, right, and it's got Star Wars noises right in it. It sounds great. It is amazing, and uh, at the end of this very podcast, you'll be treated to our new outro music what? on Databank Brawl, a little jingle that uh, Mr. Tony Thaxton also put together for us. It's yeah. very special. It's very beautiful. It is very dangerously catchy. It is. If you don't want an amazing song stuck in your head, turn off real quick. That's a terrible idea. Don't turn it off. <laughs> don't turn Keep it off. listening to our podcast. Uh, so we just want to do a couple little bits of quick business as it relates to old Patreon. Mm-hmm. We've got our Patreon for Force Center, uh, patreon.com slash Center. One of our goals has been new theme music. And uh, I was just really anxious to try mm-hmm. out and see, like, what what is it like? Does it Is it exciting to us? Is it exciting yeah. to our listeners? So uh, we got Tony to do these uh, new songs for Data Bank Brawl. Mm. We would still love to get to a, a higher level on Patreon and then do this same treatment for all of our different shows that we have on the network. Absolutely. And and, and I think it's a it's key to growing the brand. And, and you know, Joseph, I think you, me, and Jennifer are pretty open and honest about what Patreon in it is. It isn't just putting a couple extra dollars in our pockets to buy coffee. It is New. it is trying to build Force Center to something larger. Something uh, yeah, grander, um, a safe and secure society, um, <laughs> because we believe in what we do. We have a lot of passion for this this podcast feed. Uh, it grew out of just the need to talk about Star Wars at different locations, but the we need. Yeah, we've come together, and I feel we've got something strong. So that's uh, that's what we're doing. We're building and growing the brand, and and that. Uh, that that goal is part of that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, along with that, we're uh, announcing a new goal that's just been added to our Patreon. At $700, we are going to do a watch-along of one of the Star Wars movies. So we will record audio that you can sync up and listen to Jennifer, Ken, and I share our little Star Wars feelings right there with the movie. Uh, when we get to this goal, we'll have like a poll or a vote of some kind to decide where we start. But we're doing that at 700 and then we're keeping at 750 that goal of more new theme songs for our individual shows. Absolutely. I'm excited to do that. You know, you, me, and, and I believe Jennifer have on, on other locations and other channels have done Star Wars watch-alongs yeah. and commentary tracks that never have uh, the three of us sat down together to do that. So I'm I, I'm looking forward to that, and, and that's an exciting new goal. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to do that. I think we will all master the fine art of not eating too loudly into the microphone while doing the watch-along, yeah. which everyone I know who's done 
in a watch long has accidentally ate into the mic. You have to at some point. <laughs> you have to. It just happened. It just happens. Anyway, on to data bank brawl. So people who've been listening for a long time knows I know how this works. If this is the first time you're listening, it's this simple. I pick some characters that are on the StarWars.com data bank on the website. I read the descriptions. We talk a little bit about the characters. And then we improvise a fight, a little narrative that happens. And in celebration of this big 75th episode, sometimes we've done like for the 50th episode, we had a big tournament. Mm. And I asked myself, what could we do for this 75th episode to really recognize it? And I said, I can pick the deepest cuts, the weirdest characters, the stupidest matchup that I can think of. So I wanted to go just really down there in the Star Wars gutter and take Ken with me. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> you ready to go down in the gutter? Uh, I'm ready to go down to level 13, 13 or below. Okay, here we go. This might be a level 11, 11. Our first combatant is the beloved Star Wars character everyone knows named Mr. Borkus. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. We are going deep. How long? And I mean, you do a search, it pops up, you know? Yeah. So he exists. He's real. Here's what StarWars.com databank has to say about Mr. Borkus. A heavyset, barrel-chested Soliston, Mr. Borkus is the proprietor of a no-frills diner in Pones Ara, a small settlement on the mostly unknown world of Abafar. Not even his world is known. The opportunistic <laughs> Borkus stumbled upon a clone commando suffering from amnesia. The soldier had escaped a devastating battle and was stripped of his memory and his identity. Borkus callously took the clone... Gregor, under his care, never revealing his origin to the grateful survivor, Borkus generously offered to give Gregor room and board at an expense and also employed him as a dishwasher. But Gregor's meager wage wasn't enough to pay for his necessities, and thus the lowly dishwasher was little more than Borkus's slave. <laughs> That's, That's a deep. long entry for Mr. Borkus. That's a, I mean, we've got some main characters who, uh, <laughs> who don't, ha- don't have that much. I think Greedo's entry is way shorter than Mr. Yeah. Borkus, for God's yeah. sake. Qui-Gon Jinn's entry is probably shorter. Uh, so did you have any idea who Mr. Borkus was? Um, not, not really until, uh, you know, I, I get to look it up here on Wikipedia, and then it's like, yeah, it's, it's also during the uh, Mieber Gascon run there. Yep, he, it's the, the Group D or uh, Cell yeah, D, yes, Operation D. D Squad. D Squad. Oh, it's D Squad. Uh, and there's a great shot from the one of the episodes of Borkus threatening Mieber Gascon with his chef's knife. <laughs> now, I have a special place in my heart for Mieber Gascon. He is uh, voiced by friend of the show, Stephen Stanton, but uh, I Gascon might be my least favorite Star Wars character, but it's one of those <laughs> things, man. If you hate something with such passion long enough, you kind of start to root for it after a while. Yeah, you start uh, to love it, right? I, I became a Spice Girls fan because as a rock DJ in the 90s, I hated them so much, I spoke about them every day until I loved them. <laughs> Mieber Gascon has turned around the corner, so Bork is threatening him. I don't know. I might have something to say about that. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, there's some great photos here. There's one of Mr. Borkus that must be his concept art that looks like he is leading a sitcom, like of a grumpy husband, a grumpy, like yeah. real middle-income husband who's uh, married to a woman much more beautiful than him. <laughs> That's what this looks like. This looks like growing up Borkus. Growing up Borkus. Yeah. 
This guy, uh, so we talk a little bit about their physical appearance. Uh, yeah. Ken, this guy is a real treat. Uh, yeah. He's kind of, he's a, he's a short, wide, nine-numb, because that's what a Sullustin is. Yeah, so he's got that nine-numb face there, but what's interesting is if you look at his nuts, he looks like he has a... Like a nine-num mask over like a normal just heavy set male. <laughs> it looks it look, looks like a bad masquerade mask. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's got the typical short order cook outfit on. He looks like Mel's from Alice. That's a, that's yes. a reference to the seventies and eighties that maybe some might not get. But uh, he is uh, he got the the, the chef's smock, a dirty shirt, and a little kind of in and out cooker cook. <laughs> exactly. He he is like. Nine numb. If he worked it in and out, yeah. and was short, dirty, and mean. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right. So, uh, do you have any feelings about this character that I believe appears in only one episode of the Clone Wars animated series? He's Look, a real jerk. Yeah, he's. A, there's only room for one Star Wars chef in my heart, and that is Dexter <laughs> of Dexter's Diner. So, Borkus. I don't know. We might have scored a settle. You're out of here. Yeah, so here is why I like Mr. Borkus. I I don't know if I like the character. I like that he exists. I like that the Clone Wars was definitely a place for George Lucas to have fun. And one of the things that George Lucas liked to do is give characters real dumb names. Like Sauvage Opress. Mm-hmm. Like George Lucas liked to own dumb names. Yeah. And he's the Spice Girl of names. You say him so many times and eventually like, Count Dooku, yeah. that's pretty cool. Like, no, it's not. You're so but right. But it is. You're so right. It is and it isn't. It's the Spice Girl of names. <laughs> and I love Mr. Borkus. That's that's I mean, the power of being George Lucas. When you just say, yeah. I'm naming a character Mr. Borkus. Yeah. And no one's going to stop me. No. Everyone's going to accept it. Um, and, and then, you know, Mr. Son of Respect. Yes, sir, Mr. Borkus. Uh, up there with Alonso's Bagano, this might be one of the better names in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. And just a grumpy Solaston, you know, cook on a backwards world. Gregor the clone with amnesia. It's yeah. all great. It's a soap opera. Yeah, I imagine his surname is like Greasebag. <laughs> Borkus Greasebag. Yeah, with a Z, Mr. Greasebag, Greasebag. Borkus, for sure. We'll make that canon. All, all right. right. Are you ready for the next combatant? I better be. All right. Going up against Mr. Borkus, it's Midwife Droid. Here's what StarWars.com databank has to say about Midwife Droids. Midwife Droids were hovering medical droids designed to assist in the birth and newborn care for a variety of species. They had white faces and green and blue light sensors in their facial area. One of these droids, while making soothing cooing sounds... Help deliver the Skywalker twins <laughs> on the far-flung outpost at Polis Massa. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, surprisingly, uh, canon and legends are about the same in terms of their entries here. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess there wasn't that uh, midwife droid comic in the extended, uh, expanded universe. Not a whole novel? <laughs> Didn't feature in a video game I yeah. forgot about? There's not yeah. a PS2 video game all about midwife droid? Uh, the birth at Bakura. It didn't happen there. <laughs> so what does uh, Wikipedia have to add on there? Uh, well, I got a little bit more than Borkus there. Borkus, they give me nothing. And I will, Going back to Borkus real quick, his affiliation... <laughs> Is the Power Sliders, which to me just sounds like a great app. Yeah. Uh, great appetizer at, at, at happy hour. Um, the midwife droid, a class medical droid, as you said, uh, 1.16 meters, a little short squat thing. Um, sensor colors, you're very accurate in that description. Plating color, silver. Uh, affiliation, Polis Massa base, but I got to imagine they, uh, you know, I got to imagine they're around the galaxy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah they deliver those, many species. Yeah, with yeah. those. Uh, 
kind of disturbing arms. Um, yeah, I mean, let's talk about those arms. Yeah. They, they, there's no way to get around it. They're, yeah. they're scooping arms. They're scooping arms. And that seems not right. No, it seems, uh, I mean, it seems helpful. Uh, you know, I remember when I saw this pop up and the Sith for the first time, my reaction was, oh, that would make sense. They'd have some birthing droids. Yeah. Droids. I get that. But then the actual... Makeup of the droid, it just, it's all a bit off-putting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the uh, the arms are great for cradling a baby. Mm-hmm. I mm. am not a woman. I have never, right. nor will I ever give birth. But it seems like maybe not, it seems like it, they're designed to catch a baby. <laughs> they're designed for species who give birth standing up, and the midwife droid just floats <laughs> down there, catches the baby before it hits the ground. The That's what it seems like to me. You know, and it might be that way in most of the galaxy. Humans serve a very small percentage of the galaxy at large. Yeah. So, you know what? Maybe we're look. maybe this droid was like, all right, I mean, I'm built for, you know, uh, Rodians, but... yeah. All right. I'm sure Athorians give birth standing up, for <laughs> sure, right? Yeah. Gotta be, gotta oh, be. Oh, boy. Uh, all right, do we have anything else? Uh, any? No other drill details. Uh, they got the, the scoop in arms. How do their yeah. bodies end? They just kind of they float, just end. Right? It's like a It's like a ball with a medical equipment <laughs> thing on top of it. Yeah. And those scoop in arms, and it floats around. I don't know if it goes <laughs> to the ground ever at any point. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Okay, well, uh, how do you feel about the midwife droid? I mean, like like you said, when you saw it in Sith, like it was kind of like it made sense. It made sense. Getting to the end, uh, when Sith first comes out, you're like, maybe this is yeah. some of the last new things I'll ever see in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, right, right. You're th- yeah, absolutely. That's so funny. A Sith is ending. You're thinking, I'll never see another Star yeah. Wars movie. Um, Polis Massa is an interesting spot because it's the birthplace of, of two of the galaxy's greatest legends, and uh, it's this like asteroid in space type of thing. It's 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 weird. So, um, I, like I said, I, I had an overall positive view of the midwife droid. Again, it made sense. It didn't stand out. Borkus makes less sense, even <laughs> though he's a chef, than a midwife droid. Um, yeah, and those that haunting kind of ooh. That's, you know, it's the noise that really puts me into the camp of Mm -hmm. being a big fan of the midwife Mm -hmm. droid. Now, Mm -hmm. I understand that they're midwife droids, but I would be perfectly happy to just have them around as general therapy droids because I think the strength of them is like the green and blue light. Yeah. Those are calm, welcoming colors. You know, everything about Sith is the contrast between where Padme is yeah. and where Vader is, you know, mm-hmm. the, in the two ordeals they're going through. And the droids, this midwife droid in particular, is one of the droids that makes you feel like, ah, this is mm-hmm. the light side. This is peace. This is happiness. This is good. Right. My face is green and blue. And I go, ooh, <laughs> Who wouldn't Oopa. want that? <laughs> um, I will say this about those particular midwife droids. Not great at their job. Nope. Nope. Padme died because she got sad. And, and, and that's one of the only big, big leftover dings in the prequels that I get behind. Yeah. As I've, I've become more and more prequelist under your guidance and mentorship, Joseph. <laughs> uh, there's still things I look at and go, ah, you know. And, and not a lot of them plot. Like, I can separate the bad execution of a lot of the stuff. Um, but uh, that one, you know, I wish... There was a little bit more. It makes yeah. sense, but I don't yeah, know. I agree. I agree. And someday soon on databank brawl, we will have the uh, analysis droid that actually <laughs> said there's nothing yes. medically wrong with her. She uh, seems to be dying. We're yeah, losing her. 
yeah, so the analysis droid is totally mm-hmm. at fault, mm-hmm. and the midwife droids just stayed in their lane, which yeah. you could argue that they should not have stayed in their lane. Instead, uh, maybe, yep. Because just like, eh, we don't care about the mother. We're just here for the kids. Got to be some sense. Yeah, so may- that's important to our narrative. Maybe the midwife mm. droids are a little selfish, <laughs> and they're like, uh, sometimes specialists are in our real medical world, like, yeah. not my problem. Not mine. I'm a foot doctor. Don't talk to me about your face. <laughs> I do feet. Anyway, mm. and with that mm. uh, note, let's fight. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Absolutely. So, where is this going to take place? We kind of got that choice. So we got we got a, a home planet bound yeah. dude here with good old Mister Grease yeah. Face Borkus. What do we say? Grease Grease, grease Bag Grease Bag Borkus Grease, grease Bag Mister Borkus Grease Bag Mister Grease Bag Borkus uh, stays on Abafar probably, <laughs> but he could leave. Yeah. So um, you know. 
I'm trying to. I'm. I'm <coughs> trying to hold that up. <coughs> I'll cut that out. Obviously, <coughs> I was holding. I was holding that one back from the start. Of the oh show. no. Oh boy. Take a week. I was thinking it's really hard for me to see him leaving Power Sliders, his restaurant, and leaving the planet <laughs> Abafar. Um, I, I. I don't want him, I don't want to necessarily trap this on a planet you and I aren't overly familiar with, but we're familiar with diners. We've had a big fight in a diner before. Oh yeah, um, it's possible. And there's hospitals on Abafar, I'm sure. So I, I don't know. Unless you have another thought, I was thinking it's got to be a, a home game for him. I think th- I think we're going to Abafar, and if I recall, I think it's just kind of a sad, dusty place, like many backwater yeah. outer rim planets in the galaxy. <laughs> A lot of desert planets out there. <laughs> uh, now, I don't know if it was full desert, but it no. certainly seemed sad and certainly seemed dusty. Yeah. Uh, so l- let's say that Mr. Borkus is getting done right. the late night at the diner. I think this is after his encounter with D-Squad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Gregor has been taken away from yeah. him. So uh, Borkus is working even harder. And, oh, this is perfect. Mm. Borkus has developed such a hatred of droids. Oh, that would make sense. After what was taken from him. Yeah. His clone, his Gregor. Yeah. The best helper, sweeper, cooker he ever had. God, can you imagine? And as we saw with the um, short story about where in the, from, from a certain point of view by Chuck Wendig, you know, cooks, bartenders, chefs, they got some things against droids. Yeah. It makes sense. It's in their DNA. Yeah. They take up space. They don't eat. Mm-hmm. And they just sit there and beep. All judgmental. Right. So I think that Borkus is locking up. And he is actually going down to get something looked at. I think that he has a growth somewhere. <laughs> exactly where I was going. <laughs> where do you think his growth is? Uh, it is where all good growths are, <laughs> the back of your neck. His oh, okay. neck meat is, uh, <laughs> is not looking good. Okay. Not sure if it's a boil or an alien. He doesn't know. Yeah, maybe there's a second Borkus head growing out of his yeah. first Borkus head. He doesn't know. His arms are stubby. He can't quite reach it. He can just feel it. And Gregor would have checked, but yeah. Gregor's gone. But Gregor's gone yeah. because of the effing droids. Yeah. So uh, Borkus uh, waddles his way down to the local clinic. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a ramshackle sad affair. Yeah. And normally, there's a 2-1-B medical droid right. uh, type droid. And uh, like an FX six, yeah, an maybe? FX six, yeah. yeah. I think there's actually a really old model. I think I think it's like an FX three, <laughs> an FX three. It's only got like four arms. Yeah, yeah, and like a the uh, a seventeen G. Yeah, real crappy medical droids normally, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but not even those droids are there. Mm-hmm. He walks in, and there are a bunch of other uh, grumpy, injured beings. Oh yeah, waiting for treatment, and. Floating up mm. over the desk, suddenly comes a midwife droid. Yeah. Borkus has never even seen this droid before. No. Borkus is not a parent. No. Uh, thank God. <laughs> thank, thank, thank the maker. Thank the maker that the galaxy does not have to have that uh, yeah. put it on itself. Uh, so I think Borkus barks out. <laughs> I, I can't remember what he sounds like. Though I, I figured it's somewhere along this. Wow, what are you? Uh, I am a midwife droid <laughs> sent here to help you. We are understaffed, and it is up to me to perform the duties of checking you in. 
Uma. <laughs> Uma. And uh, Borkus is strangely not calmed by this noise. All the other beings in the waiting room are visibly calmed by the Uba, <laughs> by the calming cry of Uba, and they, they slunk a little bit, and yeah. they, they, they get a little of the fight taken out of them. It agitates Borkus. And Borkus says, I demand treatment now! And he slaps a big, meaty hand down on the table. Sir, I would ask you to step back from the desk so we can better serve you. Uba. Uba. Rah! Stop saying Uba, <laughs> says Borkus. I will comply with your demands. What is that even? What is, what's, what's an Uba? What does it mean? What are you even saying? Speak basic. It is a sound... Proven by science and research to calm most species. I'm not calm! He says, not at all calm. And he says, I'm going in the waiting room and you're coming with me right now. So he just he Grabs. just goes right past it. Okay. Uh, and he rushes into the waiting room. Okay. And uh, yeah, yeah, let's see. He grabs, he grabs yeah. the midwife droid. Now, the midwife droid, mm-hmm. uh, like all droids, like it's not just a midwife droid. It has a name. Yeah. What's this midwife droid's name? Uh, it is uh, O B O one. So O B O one. Uba one. O B O one. Almost the name of a famed Jedi Knight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Mister uh, Greasebag Borkus grabs yeah. the midwife droid O B O one and pulls them back into this little shanty room. It's really really disturbing. No, yeah. uh, as it turns out. What happened is Dr. Evazin oh, yeah. used to use this clinic. Oh, it's he, one of his systems. Yeah. It's one of his, tw- Abafar is one of his 12 systems. Yeah. And he recently left. Uh, yeah. And it's still the splatter of different colored blood in viscera from many different Oof. species that he experimented on are all over this place. This is an upsetting place. Yeah. This is a horror show. Yeah. But oddly enough, it, it doesn't look much unlike the back of Power Slider's restaurant. So <laughs> Borkus is, is suspicious, but he's like, ah, where do I sit? Yeah. So he sits uh, uh, on an exam table, yeah. uh, and then Ben's forward is like, ah, look at my, the back of my neck. Yeah. I got a growth. <laughs> I will look at it uh, after I take your vital signs. Right. Yeah. And now... What happens is OBO one, unlike other droids, mm-hmm. doesn't have any other arms that mm. come out of uh, its body. They don't have any arms that can switch out. Just the scoopers. Just the scoopers. <laughs> so OBO one tries very, very hard yeah. to pick up basically a, a vibro scalpel <laughs> to take a little sample of the growth. So, but just trying to paw that yeah. together. And what she ends up doing is yeah. accidentally she hits it, and it mm-hmm. goes flying, and a syringe just buries itself in the back of Borkus's head. <laughs> and he <laughs> screams in rage. <laughs> a little bit of his cooking comes up. It's disgusting. Uh, and he turns around, and I think he attacks Obio one Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think he he leaps off the exam table and grabs on to the ball portion of the droid. So the <laughs> droid immediately kind of flies back a little bit, floats back. To, By the ball portion, you mean like 
the whole lower the main, half? The main body. The yeah, body, yeah, yeah. Okay. But he's bypassing the arms and the head. Okay. And uh, uh, I think, uh, I think, uh, so, you know what I mean? Like, he's, 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 his legs are still on the ground and the droid's floating back. Okay, trying to get out of the grasp yeah, of the but mighty Borkus. Borkus is not letting go, so the droid's kind of dragging him around the room. Okay, wow. And his feet are kind of, Borkus's feet are just kind of dragging on the floor. Amazing, amazing. Okay, so so the midwife droid OBO one, uh, I think asks to be released, right? Right. Uh, so so what does it say? Um, Please, I'm asking you to comply with this demand of releasing me so I can better serve your medical needs. This is putting you too close a range for my scoopers. <laughs> uh, and Borkis is now, I think, just sort of flying in yeah. a rage. I think she. Uh, he yeah. tries a, 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 a one more oopa mm-hmm. to calm it Oomba. to calm Borkus down, and like like before, it only makes him more furious. Yeah, and he takes uh, uh, he he's got a hold of it, right? Yeah, but he basically does like a uh, a wrestling sort of body slam mm-hmm. where he throws his own weight forward, so he is gonna land on top of Obio One. Yeah. And just with with crushing force, with bam. So he's pulled the droid. The droid's down. Yeah, on the it, ground as he as he falls down. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now I think mm-hmm. this is just as painful for Borkus as it is for Obi Wan. Oh yeah. What's left of that you described his cooking uh, comes up, um, <laughs> and so now the he performed a space the, Heimlich the, on himself. The midwife droid has um, exp- uh, just a mess on on, oh, on its face. Oh, this is the grossest episode yeah. of Data Bank. And yet. as it uh, drips down the face of the droid, uh, the center. The, the the main body of the droid feels a little cracked. It's a little, little sparks coming out the side now. That was quite a hit from Borgus. That was quite a hit, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he he struggles up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and now Obio one is pissed. Yeah. This is an angry droid. And a secondary protocol mm-hmm. gets engaged. Okay. Because this is a midwife droid whose uh, programming is to protect innocent yeah. youth, yeah. right? So that okay. normally means scoop them up, mm-hmm. make cooing noises at them, put them down, check their vitals, whatever. But that also means if there's a threat, protect them. Yes. And suddenly, Obi-Wan's lights change. Right. It's now glaring orange and red. Orange and red. The it's scoopers begin to spin. Spinning scoopers. At, spinning scoopers. Oh. Spinning at amazing speeds. Imagine if that... All right, never mind. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so spinning uh, now, spinning on its uh, not like Grievous's arm wide, but just like almost yeah. like a drill bit, drill bit. Okay, drill <laughs> scoopers. <laughs> yeah, and I think uh, the droid just charges right into Borkus's uh, midsection. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. and this just this is horrific. This is it's not as sharp as a drill. No, so it's more rubbing irritation. The, it's like a million yeah. rug burns. Yes. This is, uh, yeah, like a purple nurple from hell going on here. It's bad stuff. And he's, he's barfing some more. The droid is, uh, it's it's almost not even silver plated anymore. It's like a weird uh, chunky orange now. It's, oh, this is bad. terrible. This bad. is terrible. I can barely drink my whiskey. I, yeah, I hope no one's listening Whoa. to this at lunch on their Don't lunch break. Don't ever eat when you listen to databank brawl. <laughs> For God's sake. If you're in a car, pull over. Mm-hmm. This is terrible. All right. 
Listen responsibly. I think, in fact, this is so gross to me, I'm going to do something narratively about it. <laughs> I think the room basically has a sprinkler system. Oh, it's... That it senses too many fluids. Yeah. And there's almost well, like a cleansing bacterine. Well, that's because... Part of what's coming out of Borkus has a heat to it. <laughs> Damn it, <again. laughs> that is really just put the system in full full go. All right. The uh, yes. So the alarms the, are going. The alarms are going off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hot fluid has been detected. Yes. And it's Bacterain, so it's <laughs> everything is getting drenched clean. Uh, and is that a Prince song, Bacterain? <laughs> Sweet Bacterain, yes. Yeah. I'm from Minneapolis, and we love <laughs> our Bacterain. I love Bacterain. it. Bacterain. Uh, so they're now getting drenched, and uh, Obio-1 goes uh, flying for another shot at Borkus, but in this, uh, this Bacterain, he slips, and mm. Obio-1 just rams into a big cabinet. The Ooh. cabinet falls open in a bunch of weird weapons that Dr. Evazin has collected. Oh, out. they're like, okay, weapons and, and tools that shouldn't be used. Yeah, unspeakable tools that we're now going yeah. to speak about. It's like a second act of a Saw film or something. Like <laughs> yes. That. Right, just falls out there. All right, so it's all on the ground. So I think Borkus grabs what he what he can get his hands on. Um, like some kind of, it's a pincher scalpel thing. It's not even automated. It's old. Like okay. Evanson found it. It's a relic almost. Oh, like it's an ancient. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I like this. Okay. So I think that uh, he launches out with this thing, mm-hmm. grasping it, and he manages to get uh, get it lodged into that little broken part yeah. of Obi-Wan that got cracked, cracked. when he slammed okay. on the droid. Okay. So suddenly... He's like, ah, ha ha! I got you. Right, and he starts kind of throwing her, waving, waving it, okay. waving the droid around. Uh, but when this anger protocol is engaged, yeah, in Obi One, it's got powerful, powerful boosters. Yeah, so I think Obi One actually launches upward, mm-hmm. cracking through the ceiling of the room, which has been weakened by the hot fluids in yeah, the Bacterain. Yeah, by the Bacterain, and they both Very just acidic. go flying into the air. Mm. Above this horrible shanty town right. on Abafar. This little medic bay here. Yeah, so it's um, almost like the, the the elevator, the glass elevator in Willy Wonka. They're just flying up above. <laughs> exactly. Um, and uh, Borkus is screaming. The droids kind of lost it. It's like, ooh, bah, ooh, bah, ooh yeah. yeah, it's quite... Lights it's a, are flashing. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's sparks. Horrific. The, the spinning scoopers are yeah. being whacked against uh, Borkus's face. Uh, yeah. It actually ends up hitting yeah. the growth, which turns out to just be like this gross cyst, and it, it mm. pops. It's really gross. We don't it, need to we, concentrate We won't on describe it, it's it but it's gross. Uh, it's gross. Yeah, and uh, there's also, in that moment, an immediate uh, sense of relief from Borkus. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, oh. <laughs> But he's still but he's still he's there. still really angry yeah. and, and trapped yeah. in the mirror. Yeah. All right. I think this is a good point to pause our narrative like we mm-hmm. do and decide rationally who should win, emotionally, yeah. who do we want to win? Yeah. And then we'll decide how our narrative is gonna go. I think it's two for two for me. Uh reality and emotions speak to uh OBO one winning. Yeah. It's just a droid. Borkus is not He's getting some good shots in, uh, but I don't think he could defeat the droid at this point one-on-one. And also, uh, you know, 
I don't know about Borkus who he is in the galaxy. He no. might be a bad man. Yeah, I don't think he's a good Solaston. No. And I think that uh, if he were great at killing droids, mm-hmm. the squad wouldn't have made a fool of him. Right. Right? Right. Right. And he wouldn't have needed that clone to protect him and, yeah, you know, cook and... Right. Sweet. Right. Uh, so, what do you think happens? How do they get out of the sky? Or do they keep going higher? Well, uh, what's Borkus? He's grabbing onto the body still? It, or he's, 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 he's got, got the that tool? weird pincer thing that is lodged in right. OBO one So, I, I think it happens like this. I think the droid is still going high into the sky. Chopper would be proud how the height that this droid's <laughs> getting here. Um, but I think the droid has something we haven't really seen before at the center, um, like an old He-Man action figure. If you pull at the side, like a rubber oh, band. Oh, yeah, almost. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think as uh, Borkus has got his hand, he's desperately holding on here. I see it possibly as the droid uh, with one of the scoopers just boom and just knocks the side of Borkus's head, causing him to perhaps lose his grip and fall. Yes, I like this a lot. I think uh, the the big the big wind up. The scooper hits the spinning scooper. Borkus's head is just he's ringing. Yeah, he's falling. He's falling. He's falling. And as Obio One watches this horrible Salston fall, the anger protocol disengages. Right. The caring medical droid reengages. Mm-hmm. Obio One swoops down at great speed. And just at the last moment, oh, will Obi-Wan make it? Can they possibly get there in time? And just as Mr. Griesbeg Borkus <laughs> is about to splatter on the Abafar ground, yeah. those scoopers, as they've done to so many other sentient beings, catch. Right. And as they f- kind of fall to the ground safely, Obi-Wan just releases a final... Uba. And Borkus just kind of sighs of relief. <laughs> sighs in relief. And were this a normal episode of Data Bank Brawl, we would leave it there. Yes. But I feel in celebration mm-hmm. of our 75th episode. Right. Let's kill someone. I think we have to. So this was a beautiful, nice moment where Obio One uh, got reconnected. Mm-hmm. True programming of what, what their duty is. But they're still... Some recognition of anger. Yeah. yeah. Obi-Wan wants to protect the general health mm-hmm. of this community. Right. And Mr. Borkus is not good for this community. No. His food is bad for this community. No, yeah. And perhaps it's a strange moral code to put into a droid, <laughs> but the health of the community yeah. demands that Borkus die <laughs> now. <laughs> Look, I... I that can't be the first t- uh, time or the last time he's going to get one of them boils. He's cooking <laughs> food. Who knows the amount of uh, people he's made sick cooking yeah. there. It makes sense to Yeah. Me. So how does OBO1 end Borkus? Well, I I think uh, it lifts Borkus up, and he's still kind of freaked out, also calmed um, by that last <laughs> ooba. Um and it, uh, it, uh, the droid leads, leans Borkus up against, uh, uh, on a nearby, like, bench. Oh, nice. It, face down. Face you down. Know, well, stomach down. Okay. Borkus is dazed, but he's like, oh, yeah, I need a nap. It's a good idea. And then I think the droid floats over <laughs> above his head. Uh-huh. 
and with the scooper, holds it high in the air, and uh, invoking, say, Ned Stark says, uh, or, or this execution, Ned Stark says, uh, you know, the one who passes the execution uh, or, or the, the, the sentence must execute. That's mm. what I'm trying to say. Okay. Uh, and I think it, uh, I think it beheads Borges. <laughs> it engages. Yeah. The uh, well, you know what? Here's what it does. It it picks up uh, with its scooper mm-hmm. hands the big uh, knife, the cookie knife that Borges has had in his apron this whole time and, that yeah. he was too dumb to use, but it <laughs> fell out when when she caught him. Uh, and You're right. Obio one scoops that up. Borges, you dolt. Borkus, you idiot. You had it right the whole time. Like you have done both uh, in reality and metaphorically to every creature that you have encountered, you have been savage to them. And now that savagery is revisited upon you. Yeah. And Obio one raises up that big cleaver and says, Oh, Borkus's head rolls. And in the background, you can hear... A light smattering of applause <laughs> as a lot of the local citizens were watching this whole fight. Exactly. And a brighter day has been born right. on Abafar. Yeah. Thanks to Obio One. Opa. <laughs> Opa. A beautiful story. Mm, that's a lie. It was an intriguing story. <laughs> Might have been our most brutal and our most disgusting all at once. You know, there's a lot of glory. There's a lot of shame. That's just, that's the way databank brawl goes. Yes. Thank you, listeners, for listening to this story. We apologize to anyone who is eating and anyone who will ever try to eat again for where that story went, as always. Got a lot of, uh, of episodes of Databank Brawl coming up. We're going to be doing a big uh, recording session, recording a lot of uh, fun episodes with some different fun twists. But as always, if there are characters that you want to see fight, just let us know. Please use the hashtag Databank Brawl. Tweet at us. Uh, you can talk to us on Facebook. If you're a patron on Patreon, you can let us know there. Use the hashtag Databank Brawl, and then I can find the characters that you're really interested in seeing go to town in a big fight. Ken, uh, where can people find you? You can find me at CatNapsuck. You can write there, uh, write me there directly to talk about how disgusting I was in this episode, and I understand. I will take uh, full responsibility for the barf. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the barf was, was yours, but, yep. you know, I, I added some yep. viscera first. So, I mean, I opened the viscera door. These effort, things yeah. happen. A team effort. Uh, and, of course, if you want to support us on Patreon, you can check it out at forcecenter.com or uh, patreon.com slash forcecenter. You can check out our merch on TeePublic. And, of course, rate and review us on iTunes. You can also check out my other podcast, Obsessed, on the Feral Audio Network. You can find me on all the social medias at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at ForcecenterPod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, well, no one was really listening to him. I care. That's it for Databank Brawl.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.